Tatum retreats to the three-point line and hits another. He's on a heater right now. Jason Tatum with 31 points. And Jason Tatum would continue to go off in, what would you say, Chop, the most meaningful basketball game of the year, the NBA All-Star uh, probably game? Probably of the weekend uh, in the in professional uh, yeah, landscapes. I mean, look, if we're counting, if we're counting college, like there's, there's probably even more important games. Oh, my God. Than- Millions more. Even still. This was, un- this was unwatchable, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's awful. 55 points for Jason Tatum. He takes home uh, the MVP honors, and it is a 184-175 victory for Team Giannis over Team LeBron. Team LeBron featuring Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. LeBron drafted Kyrie ahead of Luka. Oh, no. So Do you notice who his next teammate's going to be, though? So there's there was this viral clip out there of like you know Kyrie and Luca are kind of sitting by and Luca or LeBron announces he's drafting Kyrie and they do this like whole handshake thing and Luca's just kind of like looking at him just probably just staring and taking it in but somebody is like Luca has the look of a guy who definitely knows that's LeBron's future teammate. Yeah, um, <laughs> I see that. But did you notice the other thing? He took Anthony Edwards with his first pick of the non-starters. Of yes, the non-starters. Uh, which that oh, was the, Ant. which is that was the first pick they did anyway, right? Because they did the non-starters first. Yep, yep, yep. Because they didn't want somebody to be picked last. Yeah, because that'll hurt somebody's. They didn't feelings. want somebody to be picked last. That will hurt somebody's feelings. Um. So, but that's his next teammate now. That's the, all the speculation of all the players. It took Anthony Edwards. You had uh, the skills challenge. The the weekend was okay. wasn't great. Uh, skills challenge. You had Team Jazz beating Team Rooks and Team Antetokounmpo's. The three-point contest won by Damian Lillard. Bro, Julius Randle became a meme for some of his brutal shots in the three-point competition. And then the slam dunk contest, which was Kenyon Martin Jr., Jericho Sims, and Trey Murphy III against Mac McClung. And Mac McClung, the pride of Texas Tech. It's too bad Sean's not here to hold up his little guns comes away with a dunk contest victory and it wasn't close. Like there was no, like McClung was incredible. Everything else was incredibly boring. Jericho Sims doing the, Oh look, I'm doing the elbow dunk. Like, you know, Vince Carter did. Okay. Well that was Vince Carter 23 years ago. And then he comes back and he goes again. He goes, now I'm doing the armpit dunk. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, is this a, we just have, you know, this is the the anatomy. We have no, dunk. We, have, we, we have no, we have no, uh, you know, imagination. Which um, I thought McClung showed some imagination, jumping over the two, touching the backboard. That was great. The rest of them were just he was insane. The way the he was able to do the three sixties, cool. things like that. You liked the the gray ball, the gray basketball that they used in um, uh, in in the, the skills competition and and the three point. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that was like that to me was that that was the start of the weekend. That was the best thing about the entire weekend was the gray basketball. Damn, more than more than Mac McClung. I don't care about the slam dunk contest. I stopped caring when they stopped caring. When and when everybody stops getting involved with these things, like, the home run derby is dangerously trending in the same way. So, you're stopping. You're not getting the, uh, the 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 superstars anymore to be in it. You got good players in it, but like. You know, people want to see the home run titans in this thing. The the, the Griffey McGuire Bonds ninety nine home run derby was like yes, so so I'm in. Um, you know, when they had uh, Judge and Stanton in it that one year in Miami, okay, I'm in. Josh's uh, derby, 
where he was up there for an hour hitting and hit yeah, all those home runs. And, and you know, but like, and we wanted to see Josh Hamilton that year because he was having a great year. It was his, it was his breakout. Yeah. Uh, but now, you know, and, and sometimes you get good, you'll get you know superstars in there, but you know, other times you're you're like Alex Bregman doesn't belong in the home run derby. He's hitting 360 yard line drive home runs. Not cool. Not interested, man. Now Maybe there's Vlad Jr. There was uh, there was some chatter on social media about the judges because the judges were Dominique Wilkins, Jamal Crawford, uh, Lisa Leslie. I'm blanking on who the the other one was right there. But then on the end, it was Carl Malone. And there were several questions for people like, why is Carl Malone judging dunks? And why is Carl Malone allowed back here with his creepy history? But then Carl Malone was getting roasted for his grading. Because he was just like, you'd see the grades for everybody. It'd be like 49, 48, 49. And then it'd get down to Carl Malone. It's like he's holding up a 42, like consistently with everybody's grades, except Mac McClung. Trolling. McClung, he hit it like he, on three of them, gave him 50s. And then I think on another one, he gave him like a 48. But Carl Malone. He's, see, he looks see, in good shape Carl, still, man. Holy Carl cow. Malone is from that generation where you talked about the, the 86 dunk contest with Irving and Dominique and Jordan and Drexler, and Jordan. All- and so he's like, uh, I'm not just going to hand out high scores here but yeah. caused a little controversy even being out there i mean yeah and, 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 and then he was out there last night that was a cool moment last night with him kareem and and, and lebron out there because those are the top three scores of all time um he, he looks in good shape still man he was always it was always shredded but uh, you look uh, it's weird Matt McClung's barely in the NBA. He's a G leaguer. He plays for the Delaware. Well, he's in the NBA now, kind of. He's Whatever. With, he's with the Sixers now. Yeah, on a two way. Yeah. You know he'll be back down there in, in in a couple of weeks. Um, this is what this is his 15 minutes of fame, and he'll go to defend this thing next year, I'm sure. And this is what he's going to be known for. He's going to be known for as the dunk contest guy. The, the dunk contest was just won by a dude who went to Great Clips to get his hair cut. <laughs> okay, as the Fantex brother, he he had a floby. A he used Floby. the Floby. Peyton doesn't know what the Floby is. Uh, but he used the Floby to get his hair cut. And you know what that is? Good for you. Rangers have their first full workout of spring training today. Will Will Jacob DeGrom be out there? Well, you never know. He did talk at the end of last week. We played some of that audio how, sure, he was frustrated too that he wasn't able to be out there at that first workout that they had last week, but that his arm feels really strong and that, he feels like he's in a good position, and it was seriously just as an overabundance of caution. A couple other things to note, though, for the Rangers uh, coming into this one. They signed an outfielder as they continue to figure out who's going to play left field for them. That That is still a complete mystery. Uh, but they signed Robbie Grossman to a one-year deal worth $2 million, and it includes $3 million in incentives, so he can potentially earn up to $5 million. Robbie Grossman last year uh, between the Tigers and the Braves in 129 games, slashed 209, 310, 311 for a 622 well, OPS. 311 is a good band. <laughs> for a 622 OPS, is that a good OPS? Though? No, no, no. You like to be over 800 if you can. Um, yeah, I mean, this is this is a uh, take a flyer on a guy. And let's see what happens. Yep, just That's see all it is. See what you. It, it's the it's the Todd Frazier signing. From, no, it's not even Todd Frazier. Todd Frazier at least can Todd hit Frazier, 30 home runs. Yeah, in the past he could, but it's that kind of a, a, a signing. You're just yeah. trying to get somebody just in here. To get something out of there. Just get a body out there to, to fill up time. Uh, you know, in, in terms of Degrom, uh, will when next time the next time he's out there, will he be out there for more than an hour? <laughs> that that's going to be your new. Uh, that's what the that's what you mean when you say pitch clock. You're referring to is yeah. Degrom out there for when, an hour when he, when he pitches in a game? 
is he is he in the game for more than an hour? It's a reasonable question. Kennedy Landry had a really good story over at MLB.com. Uh, Rangers camp, quote, a world of diff- difference for Corey Seager. And I think we've all heard, like, you know, we, we've talked about it before, and we've all heard the the chatter before. Corey Seager, kind of a loner. Yeah. Not, not, not really, you know... He's not going to be Adrian Beltre. He's not going to be Michael Young, like in the in the clubhouse. But uh, this was a good story, I thought, from Kennedy Landry. She talks about Corey Seager walked into Ranger Spring Training Clubhouse with a calm, easy smile, introducing himself to new teammates and catching up with old ones. There's a certain type of piece about Seager as opposed to 2022 when he entered the first day in a new clubhouse after a long lockout with a $325 million deal under his belt. And Seager told him, he said, in the beginning, you show up on day one and it's just a new clubhouse and everybody's eyeballs are on you right when you walk in. It was never like an uncomfortability, just more of being the new guy. So chance to come in here, a veteran sees it as a world of difference and an opportunity to build on what was a really successful season, I think, overall for him. Now, was he a little streaky at times? Yeah. Did Simeon start up exactly the way you wanted him to? No. But... Those are the things that you're really going to need to build on as you head into this season if you want to be a success, which I think, what have you defined as success for them? 500? Yeah, I, I think I think getting above 500. You, you've got to... Competitive to the All-Star break? No, let's just, let's just go with above 500. Okay. Um, they, they've had, they've not had a winning season in what, six years now? Uh, uh, it's, yes. It's, you know, there's only a handful of teams that have, that have, you know, miss the playoffs as much you know, in, in as much succession as they have, um, or, or or not had a winning record, I should say, in as much uh, you know successive seasons as they have. You can't just expect to go from sixty-eight wins to ninety-four. Can you expect to go to sixty-nine? Yes, you can. That's good. That's what we should do then. That Sunday, better than sixty-eight. The Genesis Invitational was going on on Sunday. People were hoping to see Tiger Woods uh, on the prowl. Looking for uh, a victory in his first tournament in seven months. Uh, It didn't go so well. Uh, He looked sluggish and tired on the final day of the tournament, according to ESPN. He had a birdie on the first hole, two more on the back nine. Did ESPN break the story that he had a birdie on the first hole? I'm just reading. I'm just trying to make clear. I'm trying to make clear that I'm reading. Well, ESPN will claim source on anything. I'm trying to make clear. Breaking news. Tiger Woods (laughs) has a birdie on the first hole. You heard it here first. Sources tell ESPN. I am trying to be clear that I'm not just freelancing this these are someone else's words and so i don't want to be accused of stealing uh he had five bogeys and otherwise struggled to get anything going he carded a two over 73 in the round to finish at one under obviously i'm not the golf guy uh as i just found out who john rom was who won the the tournament but is that a is that a good finish for him do you feel like is that a is that a positive showing for him coming off of seven months away to come in here and shoot one under for the tournament yes gosh you made the cut so nobody should be disappointed with how oh, Sunday went. No, I mean, look, I mean, he 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 had a bad day on Sunday. Um, this is part of his problem that he's going to deal with is that he's got half a leg, and I know, like you know, yes, walking a golf course isn't the most strenuous thing in the world. You are walking five miles each day, like it is not. It's not nothing. Like you're, and especially with the mental aspect of it, you're drained at the end of the at, at the end of these rounds on the PGA Tour. Um, you, they just are like, like any golfer will tell you, like, it, like I want to, I want to, I need a beer. Um, <laughs> John Daly will done, tell you that. Yeah. When you're done with that round. Um, so it's not nothing. And when you're doing it on half a leg, it's even worse. So like for him, even to make the cut is great. 
this is going to be his issue at, at Augusta. Like, Augusta's so difficult to walk. It's so many hills. Like, you, it does not do it justice on TV how hilly Augusta is. You know, that's why he's 55 to 1. He doesn't really have a chance to win. I mean, I guess he has a puncher's chance because he's won that tournament a million times and mm-hmm. that tournament set, the course sets up great for him. But how is he going to hold up? I mean, he, again, he's got half a leg, man. And just because I know it was, uh, respect you NASCAR fans that are out there, I know it was the uh, Super Bowl of NASCAR yesterday with the Daytona 500. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Oh, man. In the number 47 car. Picks up his third career victory. He leads for 212 laps, a record at the Daytona 500. I used to actually really be into NASCAR about 20 years ago. And then I just, yeah. I didn't have the bandwidth to keep up with the, bandwidth? the sports other than, yeah, just like I'm so taxed following baseball, basketball, football. I'd like to follow other things. It's just like I don't have enough to have to be able to follow it and have an actual knowledge of it. So I just don't. But there are your headlines here on Sean and RJ on 105 through the fan. Man, I love the fact that he was in the Cottonelle car, too, because I rep those things on the daily. He wiped them, baby. He he wiped those fools. He did. 212 laps. Coming up next here on 105 The Fan, we're going to get an update on, we we hope, are you even allowed to speak about what happened over the weekend in your community? I have been given a gag order. A gag order has been placed on RJ Choppy from the community Facebook page. We'll see if we can get him to, to go against that. But first, how young is Peyton Russell. You guys are going to find out next. Welcome back to Sean and RJ here on 105 Through the Fan. Bobby Belt, RJ Choppy, Peyton Russell on the board, Ryan Couture on the video. Happy President's Day. Do you feel like there's like a decent amount of cars out there though? Like there was earlier and I mean, it's not like normal traffic, but there's a fair amount of people I think out today working. I think there are. I mean, schools are out for the most part, unless you had a makeup day. My kids are out. I know that. Uh, but you know, this is uh, this is one of those holidays. It's not a real holiday, <laughs> right? Like you know, the, yeah. the federal the federal business you know jobs get it off maybe, but like um, our, our company does. Oh, give it off. Gotcha. Yeah, like you know, our company's got it off. Yes, except um, for us because we're troopers. Yeah, we're out here. We believe in hard work, good work ethic, making you know making that Skrilla. All of those things. Dollar, this is the express y'all. This is the expressway. 35 minutes of uninterrupted content, taking you all the way up till the eight o'clock hour. Coming up, RJ Choppy has some fascinating updates from the weekend in the war with his Karen. My 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 goodness. <laughs> this is this has uh, become be disappointed. A, a gag order's been placed. This has become a full blown like schism. Within the community, hasn't we, it? We have made up. We have made up. Okay. Well, gag order's been placed. I'll, I'll let you guys be the judge of that. But there's, there's plenty of updates that we're going to let RJ get to. Also, uh, do you care about the XFL? I've, we've already gotten some people in the fan text this morning. Somebody sent us something earlier. said, when are y'all going to talk about the XFL? This is the XFL! Ah, that's Peyton Russell's XFL, by the way, as he was out there in attendance, along with Carter Freeman. Right. We were We were all the way in there. All the way up in there. At, wow, at the, at I, the I'm game. stunned. I, I, good for you guys. So we'll we'll talk about the XFL. Some of the ideas that have come out of it. Some of the interesting concepts. I like what they're doing with kickoffs. I like the idea of the replacing the onside kick with the fourth and fifteen. Food and beer prices are still the same. They're still ridiculously high. Well, we can talk about all of that. But first, we're gonna play a little game called "How Young Is Peyton Russell." Mm-hmm. 
And we've played this game before. Not us. We played it on a weekend once, like I think nine months ago. And it was generally pretty fun for the fan text. And I think Peyton enjoyed it a great deal, right? You loved it? I was so in love with it. Yeah, it, it was made your, me a better person. It was your, there on out. It was your favorite thing. Uh, so we're going to play How Young is Peyton Russell. But, but in order to, like, I'm running this game, Chop. Okay. And this is the way the game is going to go. We're going to take three decades, 1970s, 1980s, 1990s. Peyton is then, I'll kind of rotate back and forth between you and Peyton picking the stuff. You pick the decade. Once you pick the decade, you pick sports, music, or actors. Once you pick the subject, then we have some subtopics. So sports would be NFL, NBA, MLB. Music would be pop, country, rock. Actors would be movies and TV. And we just na- we give you a name, and you tell us if you know who that is. Okay. You got it? Yeah. All right. But because I'm going to be running the, the, the very important rules. Because I'm going to be running the game, and I need, like, buzzer control, <clears throat> I need you to come in here right now. Oh, I get to send your seat. Yeah, you're going to stay here. And I'm, yeah, Sorry, so wow. you got to come in here right now. And then once you get here so that we don't just have one person hanging around, then I'm going to swap spots with you. And I'm going to sit in there and I'm going to. You're going to go in there? Yeah, and I'm going to buzz it or correct him. Okay. This Hurry is this up. is making Choppy a little, I don't know a little this, nervous. Yeah, yeah. I know how to run a board. Oh, I know you know I how to did run it for board. 15 years. I, I have no doubt about that. I just, you know. This is upsetting the uh, the pH, apple cart pH balance in here. <laughs> it's it's helping your PR balance though, because Peyton Russell's coming in here. Yeah, and this will be so. I'm gonna just like Peyton Russell did to Rod Marinelli, mm-hmm. where he buzzed him, showed no mercy. I'm gonna have to show All no right. mercy to Peyton Russell. So Peyton, right. you uh you go ahead here. You introduce yourself to the listeners. Let them know j- exactly how young you are while I go get in your seat. Well, thank you, Bobby. Uh, you'll probably have to pod me up a little bit when you get in there. Same thing. Yeah, it's not a pod. Same thing. You're taller than I expected. I'm six I've never, foot. I've never really sat next. I've never really stood next to you. I'm six foot on a good day. Are you? Yeah, yeah. I six one on a. I don't think that's remotely day. true. On the weekends, I go to six one. I don't one. think yeah. that's true at all. <laughs> um, no. That's, well, I, that's I am not. 26 years old, so 96 is when I was born. So everything's bad has happened. So after 96. what year? What month? Oh, you're my birthday, right? Same birthday. So uh, you were born when I started my senior year of high school. So hi guys, that's cool. <laughs> I made it. Oh, Bobby, producer Bobby, sounds, sounds so, so different. Bad. There. Oh. You have such terrible headphones. How do you do oh, these? Those man? are new. Those are brand new. They, they don't sound good, bro. I don't know what to do with I, them. I think you All don't right. sound good. Okay, well that's let's a little get much. The game. All right, let's let's pot Peyton up a little bit. All right, so here's how we play. We're gonna go 70s, 80s, 90s. We're gonna get to nine of these answers. Okay. All right. So Peyton Russell, we're gonna let. Choppy pick the decade first. So 70s, 80s, or 90s, Chop? Oh, uh, let's let's do 90s. Let's let's not get too old here. Thank goodness. Let's start him off a little bit. Okay, 90s. Peyton, uh, you want sports, music, or actors? Um, you know what? Let's go. Let's go sports. Sports. Okay. NFL, NBA, or MLB? MLB. MLB. Peyton Russell. Do you know who David Cohn is? Yes. Who is he? Choppy's gonna Choppy's gonna be the judge of if you actually know who they are. He is a pitcher for the New York Yankees. All right. I mean, you know, you're 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 twenty five percent right. I think he pitched for other teams too. Mets, well, Royals. Well, didn't he throw like a perfect game with the Yankees? He did. Yep. But he, he clearly he see he got the perfect game. So yeah. he clearly knows who David Cohn is. This is great because the last time we did this, he went one for nine and oh, he only got perfect. Will Clark. Okay. So that was we should have said over under on this of how many I was gonna get. Two right. and a half is what I was gonna set no, it out. I was actually thinking of that. It's higher than that. Ooh, we'll see. Uh Peyton, you get to pick the decade. Seventies, eighties, or nineties. Let's go eighties. Eighties. Uh Chop, are we going sports, music, or actors? Uh let's go. Ooh, uh let's go actors in the eighties. And do you want movies or TV, Chop? Uh movies. Movies. 
Peyton, you better know this one. Do you know who Mel Gibson is? Yes. Who okay. is he? Um, actor. Now you're going to ask me to name a movie. Yes, he is an actor. That's what we established already by the category. This should not be difficult. What time does he, what point does he run out of time? I'm going to give him five seconds. Five, four, three, two. All right. One for two. I mean, he does not know who Mel Gibson is. Braveheart. Patriot. Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. My goodness. Yeah. Mad Max. Passion of the Christ. All of it, bro. Apocalypto. He, like, He's the director the of Apocalypto. He, he made it. He wasn't any director. You also know him um, probably from his contentious traffic stops, too. Oh, uh, that's yes. Maybe where you also Absolutely. Know. Okay, so we're 0 for, or, or we're 1 for 2 here. Uh, choppy, 70s, 80s, or 90s? Go about the 90s. 90s. All right, we're going to hit the 90s again, Peyton. Uh, you're, you've already picked sports, so you want music or actors? Um, let's go, let's go music. Pop, country, or rock? Let's go pop. Peyton, do you know who Nick Lachey is? Oh, no, he doesn't. How much time do I get? Just a few seconds. No, I don't. All right. Oh, Nick Lachey. Now, some people would probably tough. say. That was a tough one. It's not at all, actually. <laughs> Choppy, who is Nick Lachey? He's uh, Jessica Simpson's husband, former yep. ex-husband. He yep. was in 98 Degrees, I think. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of them. All I've been. Yeah, that was them. 98 degrees. But see, some people would say that's probably a good thing, Peyton, because they were a boy band. And that just means you don't listen to boy bands. Mm, That's okay. Backstreet Boys. I know NSYNC. Okay. Yeah, if you know NSYNC and you know Backstreet Boys, you know 98 degrees was like the stepchild of the two of them. 90s, 80s, or 70s, Peyton? Let's go. Let's go 70s. Ooh, Ooh, 70s. Come on. Old, choppy, sports music or actors. Ah, sports. NFL, NBA, or MLB, Chop? MLB. Peyton, do you know who Johnny Bench is? Yes, I do. I do. He says he does. He says he does. Okay. Cincinnati Reds. All right, Cincinnati Reds. We're going to give you credit for that just for the sake of it. So there you go. Just for the sake of it. You change it to NFL, Chop? Do you know who Harvey Martin is? Oh, no, the fan text is going to uh, crush you. Use, use in a sentence. Harvey Martin <laughs> plays in the NFL. <laughs> or played in the NFL. Man. 70s. Okay. Yeah. Oh, jeez. He is the star defensive end from the Cowboys in the 70s. He, uh, he was co-Super Bowl MVP, brought us... Routinely complains that he's not in the Hall of Fame. Was he part of Doomsday? Yes, he yes. was. You know why he's not in the Hall of Fame? Because they didn't count sacks when he was playing. When he was playing, half that his, was half part of it. Yeah. All right. Uh, he he probably would have. He'd probably be the Cowboys' all-time leader. Uh, he'd be up there. I think Pro Football Reference has gone back and tracked, it and he's close. He's like there along with I think Where, Ware yeah. or something. Uh, Choppy, seventies, eighties, or nineties? Eighties. Uh, Let's go. Eighties. All right. Uh, Peyton, you want sports or music? Let's go music. Music. Okay. Pop, country, or rock? We'll go rock. Peyton, do you know who David Bowie is? Yes, I do. Who is he? Um, musical artist, obviously. Uh-huh. He sang Under Pressure. Yes, he did. Very Great. good. We're, I'm surprised. We're, we're plus money now. You know, we're plus money. You, you're, you, you've done well so far. I'm surprised. You're three and two. One of Nirvana's most famous unplugged songs is one of his, too. Nirvana Kurt is... Kurt Cobain? The, what, yes. yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, was, that was good, Peyton. <laughs> one of the reasons this game was invented, Choppy, was because he didn't know who Kurt Cobain was. Well, I think it was invented because I didn't know who Bono was. And you didn't... Yeah, it was initially Bono, then it was Kurt Cobain, then we just started asking other people. We said, do you know who Freddie Mercury is? And he said, no. 
Okay, age is not an excuse for some of these. Like, it, age is not an excuse for Freddie Mercury. It's not. Like, I, it, I knew John Lennon. Do you know who George Harrison is? Yes, part of the Beatles. Okay, good job. That wasn't one of the questions. Ringo Starr, right, you want right. to keep going? Oh, whoa. Well, oh. Do you know who? Do you know who uh, Pete Best is? Ah, no. Who's Pete Best? Chop? Do you know? Isn't he like the the fifth Beatle? Yes, he's the he's the Beatle who dropped out. All right, uh, Peyton, seventies, eighties, or nineties? We'll go eighties. Uh, eighties. All right, we're going eighties. The only thing left is sports. So, Chop, do we go NFL, NBA, or MLB? Uh, let's do NBA stars of the eighties. Peyton, do you know who James Worthy is? Yes. Um, it doesn't look like you know who he is, by the way. You just rolled your eyes. No idea who he played for, though. <laughs> um, I'm just going to hit you with it three times. For God! Me. I don't know who James Worthy played for. Showtime, baby. The Lakers. Okay. He was in that run. This is Was not- he? The run of what, 83, 85, 80. So we are th- we're we're three and three right now. So you've hit my over of two and a half. Good job. You get you get credit for that. Uh real quick, mm-hmm. uh uh truck of the cup text oh, line. Geez. Uh 30 is shut down eastbound. Ugh. Uh it doesn't say where. Um, but the fan text is saying that uh he had no idea. He's now he's in uh he's he's stuck on I thirty. There you uh, go. Thank you, Fantex. And Fantex, if you guys want to let us know. Use your Google uh, Maps uh, if you're going to get on 30. 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. Give us some names. Just throw some names on the Fantex if you want to see if Peyton knows who they are. All right. Uh, Chop, 70s or 90s? Uh, Peyton wants 90s. Let's go 90s. It looks like it's in downtown Fort Worth. All right. Uh, eastbound downtown Fort Worth is where the uh, incident is. Peyton, do you want a movie or a TV actor? Um, Let's go movie. Peyton, do you know who Richard Gere is? Oh, and him 90s? Yeah. Is that fair? Yes. Okay. Oh, are we under protest? Is no, we're, we're not we under protest. I thought he was more 80s. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, you don't know who he is. No idea. He absolutely is 90s, Chop. Primal Fear, Pretty Woman. He was Sexiest Man Alive in the 90s. Richard Gere is 90s. Was, was Pretty did... Woman in the 90s? Okay, yes, I thought it was. Pretty Woman was the 80s. So there we go. Another strike here. You're, you're underwater. All we have left is the 70s. Uh, Chop, do we go music or actors? Uh, actors. Okay. Movies or TV, Chop? Uh, TV. Peyton, do you know who Judd Hirsch is? There's no chance. There's no chance This is unfair, man. This is, it's, it's, <laughs> this does not prove how dumb I am. I how young it's I am. Not dumb, right. It's young. It's young. Proving how dumb somebody was was me. That's what we did with the, the golf thing. That was how Judd dumb Hirsch, is Bob. Come on, man. That's not fair. God, Judd Hirsch. Judd Hirsch from Taxi, which technically Taxi bled over into the 80s. But it's, he a great, it's a great TV show. It's an all-time great show. But my goodness, give the kid a chance. He, uh, we, We've got – oh, wait. i got to ask the 80s. TV. We Didn't did an 80s movie. with like Archie Bunker or something like that. Whoever. Yeah, we did 80s movie. So so I know we did. So the only one left is 70s music. Peyton, do you want pop, country, or rock? Let's go. Is this 70? You said 70s? Yes. Rock. Peyton, do you know who Roger Waters is? Huh. Another one I have to call a penalty flag. No. On. Look at it. Look, look at him, Chop. He doesn't even know how ashamed he should be about not knowing Roger Waters. Hmm. No, that, that one doesn't bug me. Peyton, I'll, I'll Peyton, sleep fine at night. Peyton oh. or uh, Chop, who is Roger Waters? Uh, he was in Pink Floyd. Uh, so, I, but I got to see, is they are they more 70s or? They're 70s. Yeah, yeah they are. That was yeah, the wall. 
Yep. So the the only one I'm going to give you a bonus one. This is, does not count to your final tally. We would have Peyton. accepted David Gilmore's partner for a while. But. You went three for you went three correct, six incorrect. So you did better than last time. We are proud of you for that. Get we get, we're going to do one more bonus one that is not going to count towards your total. But Choppy wanted us to do this one. 80s TV. Do you know who Alan Thick is? <laughs> no idea. Okay. You're not going to get counted against oh, him. Oh, you even buzz me? I had to buzz, buzz you anyway. Just uh, I'll, I'll tell you who Alan Thicke was. Alan Thicke was the guy who stole the girl from me in Vegas one night. Yeah. Please. I spent all night. Please spent all night into this story. At the Coyote Ugly. I spent all night working this girl. All wow. night. And Alan Thicke comes up with his hair and chiseled jaw and said, I'm Robin's dad. Uh, and then snatched her right what away What year me. was this? Probably like 04, 05. Damn. So he was like. He was at least 70. <laughs> he would he would have been in his what fifties or sixties? Probably fifties. Yeah. yeah. Late fifties, I would guess. Uh-huh. And this girl and was what, a ten? She should have tracked. She was older than that. She's, it was in Vegas. How it much was... alcohol had you had at that point? Oh, I mean it's, it's all day. Yeah. You know, you drink all day in Vegas. All right, you was, you sit you sit tight, Peyton. Uh you guys uh gab amongst each other for twenty seconds while I come back in yeah. there. So that that was the issue. Like I, I wasn't Alan Thick. Alan Thick, you're supposed to go in there now, I think. Uh, well, I think, we, I think we, we have to wait for him to come wait in wait here. Wait for him to then... come back to here for you. Uh, yeah, Alan Thick, Coyote Ugly, New York, New York Hotel. It had, I, ju- it had just opened too. Like I think Coyote Ugly had just opened in there, and we went there on a bachelor party all night, all night long. And then Alan the Thick at the end, at the end, Alan Thick comes in, sidles his way in, and takes her and steals her. Did he? Did the he? One that got away. Did he have any? Oh crap, Peyton! I didn't adjust it from when you were last in there, so now I'm having to kind of whisper because I'm very loud. Uh, did you? Did he have any like good lines? Was he like, you know, no, the, he did, literally did, walked did, up did, to her and said, "I'm Alan Thick, let's go." I know he said, "I'm Alan Thick." So did he like try anything? Like, you know, they could have called me Alan Long too. Both would be true. Did he say that? That would be my line. He did not say that. Oh man, what a disappointment. Could have used that. Yes, line. I'm he very didn't. disappointed. Anyway, that's how young is Peyton Russell, which is pretty. But I gotta be. I gotta say, Peyton, I am genuinely. Here's the thing: you did pretty good on the baseball. Uh, in fact, that's where you got two of your answers there. Yeah, I know. Peyton's a baseball fan. Pey- Peyton <laughs> is a baseball fan. Now, just for uh, kicks, I got to know the '80s baseball name. Then, since I knew you were a baseball fan, do you know who Mike Schmidt is? Yes. Who is Mike um, Schmidt? Giants. No. Um, nope. Not even. Not even the right coast. Nope. Oh. Nope, you're you're That's about three thousand miles away. You you are about as far away geographically uh, as you can be. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, like I know the name, but I guess I don't know who he played. What for. position did he play? Pitcher. No, oh, gosh. Okay, <laughs> okay. You don't know who Mike Schmidt is. All right. <laughs> Third base, Phillies. <laughs> Choppy can't even. He hit that five hundredth home run, and he's running. He's doing his little fist pump run down the first base. Line. He was one of your favorites, wasn't he, Schmidt? No. Was that Mattingly? Who did you oh, love? Mattingly was my Mattingly. Kid, yeah. I was I was gonna put Mattingly in there, but then he was the manager of the Marlins, so I was like, "Ooh, Peyton might." Yeah, he might. He might know. Peyton that might one. might remember that one. All right, Chop. We we need to do a, a brief recap, a brief reset, and then I guess we'll just see how you feel if you're if you feel comfortable like breaking the gag order from. from yeah, the, I've the been given a gag order um, from my neighborhood from yeah. the Facebook page. You know, the neighborhood Facebook page talked about this last week. Uh, a neighborhood lady um, posted that you know all the trash from bulk trash. Lady, thrown, is that how the, we're describing? Yes, her? we are. Okay, have been th- you know had the wind had 
thrusted about the neighborhood. She's like the wind. Uh, and, uh, you know, she picked it all up and put it in her garage. Very nice of her. Very nice. Uh, and then, you know, I didn't care for the... Uh, the threat? The threat of she was going to release and name names of whose boxes these belong to. She was going to dox y'all? Uh, she was. She was going to dox us all. Um, you know, I didn't I didn't care for that. But, uh, so I, I, mean, I, I talked about it on the radio on Thursday. Uh, she did not care for that. No, she did not. So, she took to Facebook and was like, bruh. Yeah. You, goes, you know you know my You know Addy. where I live. You know where I live. She's like, I'll drop the pin. You come over here right now. Yeah. <laughs> So you know where I live. Come and apologize. You want to talk to me? Come talk to me. So we continue this, and then the next day I mentioned that on on air on Friday, um, and that really set off a firestorm of events that happened uh, on the neighborhood Facebook page. Posts were deleted. Oh my with gosh! Great prejudice. Trying to did, now? Did you? No, did the you moderators the, deleted these. Did y'all posts. get these screenshots in before? Oh, I have the screenshots. I, I have all the screenshots. That's my boy. I all knew the it. messages. You, you, you know the game. So uh, that was on on Friday, and I finally I, I said, okay, I'm just going to put a stop to this. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna direct message her. I'm gonna slide into her DMs. Oh yeah, Sarah's right there. Because where next we left off, where we left off, she had said in her last post. I know she mentioned. She said that. Uh, she said, this is the problem with your generation. That's right. She did. She brought the word generation, and I brought up the word generation back to her. And I said, yes, and people of my generation do not know, yeah. uh, do do lack responsibility. He said, I know you're the greatest generation. But- and, I, and I said, I'm just surprised the people of your generation don't doesn't know who controls the wind. Uh, that was that was the, my retort, and that did not go over well. With I love that so. line, and that was a bit much, I you think, are, from my end. I, I do apologize. No, you have become the social assassin, and I, I am love a socialist. It. She's a very nice lady, and I I, I am very sorry uh, that I went and uh, and I, and I said that on the radio about her. But don't go with your doxes for boxes campaign, and like Chop won't have to won't no. have to bring out the ammo. I, I will not have to bring out the ammo. So I I I am gonna I am going to leave this be. Uh, Robbie, Robert Belt. You're just going to let it lie? It's hot in here, though. <sighs> I'm going to let it lie. It is getting hot in here. Uh, so hot. And, well, you got to have a shirt on. Oh, you oh! got to. Oh! oh, my. Oh, my gosh. What's that say there, Chop? That shirt. Ryan, let's it pan says, down a little. It's calm down, Karen. Look at that. Calm down, Karen. Boy, that was that was the uh, the WWE fake out. Wait, are y'all still good? No, we're still good. You're we're still, still good. good. Yeah, but no, we're, we're in good spots, but this is, you know, I wanted to. I want to let her know that I got my eye on her. You're still the alpha. I uh, Listen, I'm about to be HOA president, and you know what I'm going to do when I'm in there? When is the election? I don't know. <laughs> 2024. But I'm going to drain the swamp You should. when I get in there. Yeah. I am going to do that. I am going to get rid of all, all the bad people. Okay, like, like you're gonna kick them out of their houses. I, I'm, Can gonna, you do that? I'm gonna get them off the Facebook page. Oh, the Facebook. Page. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get them off the HOA board. I'm oh gonna find gosh. out where all this money's going. All of our money. We don't. Why did my voice crack? All of our money. We don't know where it goes. Where, where does our we money have go? no idea where it's going in our neighborhood. We all pay these crazy HOA fees, and we got nothing to show for it. Nothing. What is? What is? Seriously, what is supposed to go? What is supposed to go into your HOA fees? We don't even know. We it's don't just, even know. It's just infrastructure. It's, there's no infrastructure. There's a hundred homes. There's three streets. Who, there's so, no pool. Like so, we don't even know where the money goes. So how does it operate as of now? There's a current HOA president. And what? Then then there's a board. Yeah, there's a board. How there's many, a board of how three. Many, how, so three people board. Does that include the president or three with uh, the yeah, president? It includes the president. Okay. Uh, all I know, we have a splash pad, and all I know is that the president's son uh, gets paid to clean the splash pad. Oh. 
Yeah. If that ain't nepotism. Yeah, it's, he's getting paid like 80 grand to pay the splash pad, to clean the splash pad a year. Air it all out. I'm airing it all out. Let's uh, let's let's go. Let, let's get let's get down to the nitty gritty on this. So yeah. do you do you know the HOA president? Like personally, is it somebody you know from your neighborhood? Yeah, he's in my poker group. He's a great guy. But you just think he's dropping the ball. Oh, I don't even know if it's him. I don't even know if it's him that's doing it. Uh, but somebody's doing it out there. They're just- I, I, yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with all kinds of all kinds of talking points when I run. I'm gonna have it on my I'm gonna have a portfolio about it. I'm gonna go door to door. I'm gonna now, find out who these people are. Now, do you think like are you worried about upsetting the apple cart too much? Like 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 yes. like rattling too many cages because oh, because I know there have been there's been some chatter coming out of your neighborhood that the president is just a figurehead. Yeah, I know that, it's not and, even there's somebody else pulling the string and that, and that the the HOA president answers to a a, a much more powerful like shadow like HOA that oh, you yeah. you don't even know about. Oh, and we don't even know what's going on there. We don't know the half of it to be honest with you. Um, but no, I, I'm under this gag order, and I'm, I'm obviously breaking it right now. Uh, but because uh, you're a rebel, I'm a rebel. No, but we're in good terms. We we we, we kissed and made up. Um, so I, I, I no, I, no. I, I I promised I would say nothing bad. I've said nothing bad. No, just uh, recapped. I just recapped. Uh, you know, we uh, we had it. We had it out. We aired our grievances. We aired our dirty laundry, and now we can go back to being this great neighborhood until I run for HOA president and I lay the the law down. Are you going to, like, give her some sort of, like, uh, peace offering? Like, are you going to bring her a bottle of wine or something? No, we don't need a peace offering. We already made up. You know, we sent we sent private messages to each other. Um, I so, apologize. So, so what you're saying is you demonstrated peace through strength. Exactly. And that's, 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 how, I will, that's how I will rule as HOA president. That, that's, and, you know. that's what President's Day is all about. It's about RJ yeah. Choppy fixing things in his little Roanoke subdivision. That was inspiring. I like that. Thank you. You know what else was inspiring? Peyton, it was The Rock out at Choctaw Stadium, we're calling it now. It's no longer the ballpark in Arlington or Globe it's Life Choctaw Field Stadium, or yes. AmeriQuest. Yes. It's now Choctaw Stadium. The Rock getting getting everybody hype for Renegades and XFL football on Saturday. When they told you that the dream was over. But here's the truth. Your dream is just beginning. Because what you're going to do... You're going to come out on this field and you're going to line up and you're going to show the world what it's like to be truly hungry with that chip on your shoulder. I know because I got that same chip and we're here because the X of the XFL represents the intersection of dreams and opportunity. You bring the dreams. We brought the opportunity. Now let's get to the game that we all love and why we're here today. So I say this to all the players to all the coaches, and most of all, to all the fans. We say this with great gratitude and humility and an insane level of excitement. I declare these words as we kick off our our season. XFL, let's ball out, baby! Can I be honest? This is a weak closing line from a guy who's usually got such great, like, you know, when he gets into the, you know, candy ass and when yeah. he, he does the, uh, like, you know, know your role and shut your mouth. That's right. Uh, like, for all that to just go, let's ball out, baby. Yeah, he could have done better than that. I mean, he had all this time to come up with something. He was able to come up with such great lines in the WWE back when he was The Rock, but he doesn't want to be The Rock anymore. He wants to be Dwayne Johnson. Well, remember, there are writers there. Did he come up with those or did the writers? Oh, I don't know. I assume he, I always, I always assume the... The superstar comes up with those. 
can you like would it have been just too corny to fall back or, or would it have been a, a a classless play on nostalgia for him to have said can you smell what the xfl is cooking or done something like that uh i i thought he was gonna say finally you know the rock has come yes. back darlington or, or choctaw stadium or why didn't he do the, Vince the McMahon. xfl this is the XFL. he should have done it. Like that should that should one hundred percent been what he did. Like that was amazing. I know the XFL hated it. I know NBC hated it when he did it, but that's exactly what should have happened. Uh, that was a disappointing speech by The Rock, and you know, he was in a home. He was in the jersey. He was showing favoritism out there, Peyton. He was in a jersey. He was. That's favoritism. Well, the headquarters are here, so I think he has to. So everybody, everybody, the whole league is a Arlington Redskins fan. The whole league is. There you go. I just, I mean, I, I, I do wonder. I bet you the TV ratings were. I'll be interested to see what, halfway decent. I'll be interested to see what they were now. I mean, look the uh, the the was it the AAF, yeah, football AF, whatever it was called. First week wasn't bad. They got like a three something the first week. Yeah, back in the, and it, uh, it, it nose dived after well, that. And they they got the teams wrong. They shouldn't. They, they need to put a team in the Northeast. They have no team in New York, no Boston, no Philly. It's all South and then. Somewhat. That's who can, but th- that's where the football fan. That's the, those, that's the biggest football. No, you fan, put right? a team in Philly. I mean, th- those fans would go crazy for February, or for February, March football. There is zero chance There's they're coming off a Super Bowl loss and going. Let's watch the XFL. Yeah. You, they're you, all sports you, fans you, up. That's all they care about. So where are the teams? So it's DC, DC, San Antonio, Houston, Arlington, Vegas, Seattle, St. Louis. Okay, so all places that have bad NFL teams. Or, or no in NFL some team. cases, no NFL team at all. That's clearly what they're trying to you tap into. I, so I said there. Oh, sorry. You get St. Louis, you get San Antonio, Orlando. There are some places to tap into. Like that's those are yeah, th- those are the markets you've got to tap into. I mean, don't worry. I mean, now look, obviously Texas is football crazy. Um, you know, Florida, a lot of football, football crazy. Um, great state, Florida. Great state. Uh, the people in New York City are not going to waste their time with the XFL. I think well, at 2020 it's, it's they did 20 have a degrees New York outside team, up there. Like, you know, here was the uh some of the feedback from NFL stars. One uh based out of Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Eagles star AJ Brown said, "Can't even lie, XFL is really entertaining." Tyree Kill tweeted, "XFL lit though." So, two big endorsements there. Yeah. You think they were just they're trying to do that. So here's the interesting thing. You get the, the players tweeting that. I don't remember them tweeting things like that about AAF or XFL previously or USFL or anything. They've never been interested. And what I saw this weekend didn't look any different quality-wise from what I had seen previously in other leagues. ESPN's got their whole XFL section now where they had like, it was the front page of ESPN yesterday. It was like, what was it? It was, uh, what was one of the games we had yesterday. It was the Battle Hawks and the Brahmas. The headline was Battlehawks stun Brahmas with 15 unanswered in the fourth quarter. Oh, so it's like, man. this is Stop. your front. Like, are you guys getting, and maybe there is, like, somebody's probably going to hit the fan text and go, you moron, they have a partnership that is, extend- and obviously I know they have a broadcasting partnership, but still, like, it does feel a little bit like it's being laid on thick this time from bigger faces of like, hey, this is it. This is, this is, uh, this is cool. I don't know. Maybe The Rock is buddies with AJ Brown. He's like, hey, can you just send a tweet out? Or Tyreek Hill, can you send a tweet out? And that's what I like. If you're in that position, isn't that what you would be doing? Hey, give us a shout out today. Tweet us. I suppose. Give us some shine. I do think it's a league where you can, any rules you want the NFL to like, 
put in the league, like you can try them out. Yeah. Like they do with minor league baseball and stuff. I think that's oh, what they can use the XFL for. You have to do that. You have to use that. They've got to come up with the, you have the partnership there because, look, when baseball wanted to do the robot umpire, they went to the Atlantic League. Mm-hmm. When they wanted to try out the pitch clock, they went to the minor leagues. Um, you know, when you wanted to try out larger bases, you went to the minor leagues. You try these things out in, I hate to say, in places where it doesn't matter. But let's be fair, in places where it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who wins the exit. What's the XFL's championships called? The X-Bowl. <laughs> the X-Bowl? I, I, I think that's what it's okay. called. I think it's called the X-Games. <laughs> I like the X-Games. I'm more, I'm more a winner X-Games guy. <laughs> Skateboarding. And um, but, like, no one's going to pay attention to a sport where you don't know, like, with, if, the, if the final trophy doesn't have any meaning to it they they have so there's a couple rules that i'm i am interested in to see how they play out so uh the first one is the fourth and 15 which is something the aaf did something similar i think it was fourth and 12 is what they did but fourth and 15 that instead of an onside kick you get the ball at your own 25 and you get a fourth and 15 opportunity to convert and if you convert you continue the drive and I like that because that would bring more excitement into late game situations. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, would betters not like that though? You're probably throwing off games that were under control that would have been fate Look, sealed if previously. You're gonna, no, no, because if you're betting on the XFL, you know what you're getting into anyway. You know they've got quirky rules. You know that they're going to have different, um, you know, random things they're trying out. You know, it's just like betting on preseason football. You cannot bet on a preseason NFL game. And get upset when they when they pull the starters. Right. You can't do it. Right. All right. You know what you're getting into. And and they know what they're getting into here when they bet on the XFL. And you know what you're getting into when they when you bet when you place a bet on the NBA the day before the game, and then you find out the next day that Luke is out, and you had Mavericks by six and a half. Okay. Like you know what you're getting into when you bet on the NBA. Don't bet on the NBA until about ten minutes before the game. I mean, load management's not an issue though. It's not an issue, Adam Silver. A- a- Adam, Sandler, Adam Silver Sandler told us. It was not. Now, the kickoffs are another thing that's interesting, I think, because, you know, we've talked about these collisions. Like, how do we keep, you know, kickoffs relevant while still eliminating the the collisions? So they've got you're kicking at the team's 35. You're, you're kicking from your own 35. The return team is at their 30 yard line and the team running down outside of the kicker is lined up five yards apart from you. So as soon as I believe it's as soon as the ball is caught or as soon as the ball passes, I don't know what the exact rule is in terms it's of when caught. it start. It's caught. Then the te- the guys who are five yards apart from each other at the 30 chop, mm-hmm. they then start blocking each other. So there's no field-long collision. It's just they're lined up already in the receiving team's zone, five yards apart, and as soon as the ball is caught and the return starts, then they start blocking. So they're five yards apart from each other, which I think that's kind of interesting. That would lessen the danger of some of these collisions, I think, and still make kickoffs relevant. See, I, I like the way they did it back in the old days of the XFL. The what for the coin toss where they would wrestle for the ball, they'd run out to midfield and see yep. who grabbed it first. Yep, that's what I want. Didn't somebody get hurt doing that? Of course they did. That was the dumbest thing ever, but it was great. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's the XFL. Peyton Russell, big fan of that. Carter Freeman, too. There are XFL insiders if you need renegade information. God, can we get the training camp to come fast enough? Well, holy uh, cow. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I know it, bro. Uh, coming up next, we're going to talk a little bit about some of those questions that'll be facing the Cowboys. Leading into training camp, that's extension questions for Trayvon Diggs, CeeDee Lamb, Terrence Steele, Dak Prescott. What do the Cowboys do? We'll talk about it next.